is it just a symbol? Is it more than a symbol? Is it a necessity? Yeah. Or is it the blood body and the literal blood? Hello, welcome to the Pondercast, where it's okay to think differently about the Bible and theology. Let's get pondering. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Pondercast. Today is a, a special episode on the Pondercast today, because Perry is not here. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Jordan Lapine. How are you doing today, Jordan? Doing awesome today, man. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing yeah. doing real good over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting not doing one without Perry. You know, usually yeah. he uh, has a lot a lot to say. So it's kinda nice to do one without him for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I like doing things with Perry. It's all good. Oh, that's 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 good to hear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just just for our viewers a little bit about Jordan. He's uh he graduated from Nippon Bible College. Like his BA in Christian ministry. And uh, I'm excited to have you here today, Jordan, to talk a little bit about uh, some theology, a little bit about um, some sacraments, and, and hopefully get a better understanding for ourselves and our listeners about yeah. these sacraments. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just, we, yeah, trying to plan yeah, it. You know, you know what I mean? Like you and I are busy dudes, so it's just really good to finally just get a a time on it. So yeah, I'm pumped, man. Let's 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 get into it. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to been trying to plan this for good good couple months now oh, like, yeah, a day I and a, a topic and i'm really excited about our topic so today i was thinking jordan we could look at the sacrament of communion and i know there's a lots of different kind of ideas on what communion actually is and and different aspects of it but i think we could actually i was hoping we could look at it and see what does it actually mean to us mm-hmm. what what is it what does it entail and look at some different uh, nuances in that because really Christ gave us two sacraments that we were to follow. One was baptism. Mm-hmm. The other one was communion. Mm-hmm. And so I think we should, today we're going to look at focus on communion or the Lord's Supper. We kind of come to yep. know it. Yep. Um, but before we kind of jump into what Jesus kind of told us about it and what, um, and, and Paul kind of added to that. But before we get into that, what I want to look at the Old Testament, because I think the Old Testament roots mm-hmm. kind of ties into this idea of communion before it happened you know what i mean it's kind of like before right, but not right. yet kind of idea right right so from, the, from the old testament what do you what do you like is there anything that you kind of see that points to that yeah i i think the 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 big one that i would say for sure is when the israelites were were probably traveling in the, in the wilderness and they see you know that they're hungry they're obviously you know they're they're traveling in the desert there's not really a lot of you know, like um, I heard a sermon a few days ago about like, you know, they, they couldn't just go to a store and get food or something like that. They, they couldn't exactly just stop along the way and, 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 and do that for themselves. Yeah, they, they probably had some, some cattle or, or something animal like that they took from Egypt while they were, while they were leaving. But, you know, not, clearly not enough to get the job done. And um, so God provided for them. He, he provided them manna in, in the wilderness. And I would say like, you know the, the the dew from heaven that they would pick up every morning to to provide for themselves. Like you know, like, to me, like that would be the probably the biggest one I would say, for sure. I I, I don't I don't really know any other one that could like say, oh yeah, this would be a, a direct correlation to communion. So I would say manna in the wilderness would probably be the biggest one. Right, and then like Passover. I think Passover has overlaps. I think. Yeah, of course, of course. Sorry, yeah. like Exodus, you know, like the Passover lamb. Right. right. Um the blood on the door and then the the bread 
or like the bread. not the bread but the body of the, the lamb that they were eating right yeah, yeah. and so you kind of get the correlation there i think i can't remember i think it was on i think perry's ponderings actually the facebook had a there was a an article written by darwin and yes. it was talking yes. about um the sabbath but he also in in one of his uh essays there he did make a reference to how the sabbath and community kind of tie together like this he okay kinda, he tied it together this kind of idea of um like i said i don't exactly remember exactly word for word what it was saying but he, he tied those ideas together from the old testament wow and so viewers if you want to check that out yeah, check that check out on that. perry's yeah, check that out man check it out on perry's uh ponderings you can see it darwin harder he, he did a really good job of talking about the sabbath and he had a three-part series there and i don't exactly remember which mm-hmm. one talked about but i remember it was kind of an interesting way to kind of see um, communion in the old testament how it is right. an old testament idea that christ then brought yeah. into the new testament right so that was kind of really interesting um so with that kind of in mind what does i kind of want to look at what christ says about communion because i mean mm-hmm. there's lots of different um ways people take uh communion from mm-hmm. what christ said yes yes um in the early Honestly. church they did it from what or from different from what we do it now and even now we do it different than what Catholics think. And, yeah. and, and there's so many different views on what mm-hmm. they actually mean. So can you kind of just walk us through each view and just kind of summarize it for it? Like, do you mean yeah. can you yeah. do that for us? Yeah. So, uh, so first of all, for our, our viewers, I should say, like, I, uh, I do have an opinion on what I think is right. And I want to make sure that I'm not offending anybody and I want to make sure that I'm defining these rights. So, um, yeah, as said before, I guess in the Pondercast, if you want to get in on the conversation, you know, leave a, leave a comment where, uh, during the Pondercast or on our Facebook page or whatever. So I'm going to define these for, for us as, um, as we're kind of getting into this now. So, um, so yeah, as, as Drew was saying, like there are, there are three like main views that, um, that, 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 that communion is, is a part of. And, and the first one was uh, that we're going to talk about is transubstantiation, which is definitely more of a, a Catholic sort of view. Uh, it definitely is a Catholic view where, um, you know, the, the priest, he, he, he hands out the, the bread and the wine for the, the people at mass to take. And upon that, upon the people taking that, the, the bread becomes the, the immediate body and blood of Jesus Christ. It's like the actual bread and wine, the actual body that you are partaking in that. And, um, so that, that's what, that's what that is. And that I, I think they get that view from, um, Oh, what does it say here? Is it Matthew 28, 26? 26. 26 yeah. yeah. And, and it's very, and so that's very literal. Hey, like it's a literal body, literal blood, yes. right? Like it's literal. It's very literal in, in that sense. Yeah. Right. So I think like, sorry, the go main, sorry, well, the main literal thing that I, I think they're taking from that is like, this is my body, which is for you. So, so do this in, in remembrance of me. My, one of my questions I was kind of thinking about is, is this a mainline church thing? Like, you know, I mean, cause we have our mainline churches, which are, you know, like uh, Lutherans, Anglican, mm-hmm. Catholic, yeah, yeah. Um, United. Um so do they, do you know, like, I don't actually know that. I was just kind of thinking about it as you're talking. No, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think this is like simply just a Catholic thing. Like from what okay. I, from what I've read and observed and, and obviously there, there's the next view that I, I think we're going to tie into here, which I think does have a 
almost direct, not a correlation to transubstantiation, but, but consubstantiation is the next view here, which is mainly, well, you know, maybe what the Lutherans take um, and, and possibly the Anglicans. Perry would know a bit more about that. But, um, but you know, consubstantiation was, was Martin Luther's like view of communion, you know, it's something that he was very, very hard nosed about where, you know, the body is not directly in the, in the bread and the wine, you know, the, the blood is not the wine. It's under the, the, the elements is what, is what Martin Luther would take. And obviously what the Lutherans take today. So there's like a, you know, it's almost like, you know, Martin Luther didn't exactly want to leave the Catholic church as a whole, you know? And I, I think that this was like, a view that he thought would be appropriate for the, for the church is like, no, like this is, this is not the, the direct and body and blood of Christ, but you know, he is somehow still present in the elements that this is not just a, a symbolic view. I don't think that he would right. say that. Like this is not just some symbolic thing that, that, that Christians just partake in. Right. So you'd say it's somewhere in the middle between it's not as literal or as, um, aggressive as transubstantiation but it's yes. not just a symbol that we do yeah yeah it's yeah, in the middle like mm-hmm. so so just to kind of hash that out of it so then you say it's under right the the blood under. the body and the blood are under these things so is that just like what does that mean then like, what does that mean for us as we partake of it from that view is it just the it provides but doesn't it's not the same thing do you know what i mean like is there yeah is there another way to kind of is that, or is that it i think like i think yeah you, you kind of nailed it there but yeah i think just the the fact the fact that it's more than just a symbolic thing it's more than just a you know partaking of bread and wine just in itself you know and i, I think that's kind of what what luther was trying to get at there was okay like there's there's more to this than just eating bread and drinking wine like there there is more than just like there is actually like a, a certain kind of feeding that you're going to be partaking in that is a spiritual matter. You know, right. it is not yeah. just a, you know, a, a, this is, this was uh, Zwingli's view was the symbolic view. Right. Uh, right. And this is the, a big debate that he had. It was actually so big drew that like he would not like, like Zwingli re- really wanted to be a part of what Luther was doing. So, so who is Zwingli? Zwingli was a uh, contemporary with Luther. Is that correct? Uh, I wouldn't say a contemporary, but he was, he was seeing what Luther was doing. Like he was a part of the, the Swiss reformation. Okay. Yeah. I believe. And, uh, you know, he was kind of wanting to jump on Martin Luther's bandwagon. Okay. Say, yeah. Right. And, right. and kind of join him in that. And these two met together at, uh, I can't remember the, the exact place, what it was called, but, um, and they talked about what they thought they had in common. And this is the very one thing that, they did not have in common was their view on communion. And uh, Zwingli was very upset to, to hear that, that because this was so strong and, and Luther was so opinionated about this, that he would not let him join his club, his, his, his club of what he was wow. trying to do in, in the Catholic church. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of how, how strong that Luther really felt about this. And, right. And so Luther was kind of like, I don't know if to say he was the headman of this, consubstantiation yeah. but he was definitely a figurehead of it just because of the reformation right? he was a big right. figurehead of the reformation therefore yes consubstantiation kind of yeah it, he kind of tied his name to that in in history so then it kind of became his thing right like it's kind of part right. of his theology so right 
So, so you talked about Zwingli there. So he was more of a symbolic guy. Is that, mm-hmm. is that right? So what yes, is that? Yeah. And that, that's just plain. It's bread, it's wine or juice or whatever you drink at your church. Yeah. And yeah. And it's, it's strictly just a symbol of Christ's death. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly right? what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Just not a, yeah. You know, like just a, it is just bread. It is just you know, grape juice or whatever you're having, like that's, that's all it is. And, um, but obviously I would say like, I hope that's not all it is to just people that it is like, there is something more to that. Right. Because one, well, one problem I have with that is that then it's not really a necessity. Right. You don't really need to do it then. Yes. Which I mean, you don't need to do these things to receive salvation, but no, Christ Christ did instruct us to do these things. Yes. And so the problem, like, that's the hard part about the symbolism is that it doesn't require any necessity to do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, uh, if we look at a consubstantiation, it's, this is how you get spiritually fed. This is how you mm-hmm. um, continue to be one, like, not continue to be one, but continue to, like, um, engage with your your Savior. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. there's this aspect of your you are being fed and you're being nourished by the blood and the body of Christ to continue to um, be sanctified. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So yeah. I think, and so that's, and so that's hard. Is it just a symbol? Is it more than a symbol? Is it a necessity? Yeah. Or is it the blood body and the literal blood? And so yeah. I actually, I referenced this verse before, but I didn't, I actually got it wrong. It's not Matthew 26. That was a different verse. That's time. Okay. It's actually found in John, John six, John six, uh, 53. And yes. so, and this is probably the one where we get the most, um, reason to think that transubstantiation, the literal body, the literal blood is correct. And I'll just read a short portion of it just to kind of get us what it's saying. If we start in verse 53, of John chapter six, it says, Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for I will raise them up on the last day for my flesh mm. is real food. My blood is real drink. Whoever eats mm. my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the father sent me, I live and I live because of the father. So no one so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your answers ain't manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Mm-hmm. And so that ties in what you're talking about, yeah. the manna from heaven, right? Right and, right. and Jesus himself makes this correlation of my body is like bread from heaven, except mine will never expire. Right. But the main point there is that Jesus seems to be pretty blunt in that, you need to drink his blood. You need mm-hmm. to eat his body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so how do we reconcile that if we're not transubstantiation people? If we don't think it's the literal body and blood of Christ, um, is there room to say Jesus was talking figuratively here? Is it room to say that he didn't literally mean that? Is there room yeah. for that in this text? Or is it, yeah. is, are we not doing it justice then? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Oh no! Like I, I think that's honestly the people he was talking to. I think that they were thinking literal. For it's like, well, this is such a, a hard thing to understand. Like, well, we don't, we don't really believe that. Like, why would we? Like, we're not, like, we're not going to be coming. We're not going to eat you. You know, like we're not going to actually partake in, in eating your your body and your and your flesh. And so that's why they just left. 
right so in my in my opinion this is mainly like yeah like not a not a literal view of of communion like this is like a symbolic thing like this is not you're not supposed to just think that what you're doing you're you're literally eating jesus's body when you partake in communion like this is like more of a it seems like you know if we if you really read all of of john chapter six like there there's so much more going on there like he right. just finished feeding like you know five thousand people and they're following him around the lake and and looking for more and right well he's like well you know what i gave you guys like that is like you know that that's not gonna last very long you know the the fish and the bread and wherever wherever they wherever they were eating but what i am going to give you here is something that is fulfilling and right. satisfying yeah. and everlasting right and and you know maybe we should see this at communion true like maybe we should see this when we when we partake it's like you know what where we are being fed right. when we go to when we go to communion you know like we are being we are we are partaking in the benefits of yeah. of of Christ's sacrifice to us and uh, which, 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 which he did at the last supper, right? Like this is my body, which is for, what does he say? Which is for you, which right. for you, right? Like, it's not for, for me, like it's for you, like do it for, like know that like there are benefits in partaking in, in the body and the blood of Christ. Right. And, and Jesus seems pretty clear here. Like this is the body that if you don't eat this, you will not um, continue yeah. to live. Right. So one yeah. who feeds on me will live because of me. Yes. And, and just, just how Christ talks yeah. about this blood and body, I can't, that, I mean, this verse is why I kind of have a problem with it just being a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it seems like this, this bread is, is more than just a remember, like it is a remembrance. Mm-hmm. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I think it's more than that. Like you need to be yeah. feeding on this, this mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. and we need it to sustain that's how we live because he lives in us and that that that's part of it right yeah Um, yeah but it's hard to mend these ideas it's also interesting to note that jesus says this before um the last supper do you mean like yeah and so no wonder they have no idea what he's talking no no idea not a clue right because if this is a while before the last Mm -hmm. supper even so i mean i wonder if the last supper the flashback oh yeah this is what he was talking about there mm-hmm. right like and so i think just the context of this could be a little confusing to um, right them but, right. but us knowing what happens later yeah. like it kind of yeah. can clarify a few things for us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i love in that verse too um you know verse 53 in john chapter 6 you know very truly i tell you unless you eat my flesh and of the son of man and drink my blood you have no life in you you know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 that's where I'm trying to think, like, okay, like, if this if this is something that it does gives, gives some foreshadowing to communion, okay, then then, then clearly there there is benefits in that for us. Then, then why do we, if, if there's not, then why do we do it, right? Like, why do we, why do we go to church, Drew, and why do we partake in this thing, you know, whatever, whatever once a month or whatever, however often churches do it and just say, like, okay, like, this, why are we doing this? And, and this is why I think we, we were talking about this today is like, okay, like for, for us who, who call ourselves believers and for our listeners today, like, do you, is this something that you have for yourself is why do I do this? Is it more than just um, proclaiming Christ's death until he comes is what Paul says, or is it like, is there something in it for me as well? And, right. Is, there, uh, is think, there more to it than just the remembrance? Yeah. 
and truly, I think according to this text, uh, my answer to that would be yes. There, there is more for you. There is more. Yeah. Um, just to take a flash uh, forward here and just kind of look at now, like looking at the Last Supper, um, right. from the same view we looked at the last passage from, um, in Matthew. This is where it says Matthew twenty six. It says, um, starting verse twenty six, take and eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup. He gave him thanks. He gave it to them, saying, "Drink it of uh, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins." And there, and, and it's just tying that to what Jesus said before to what he's saying now. Right? He's still using that right. body and blood, but he's saying this, and he's holding a drink. Right? This is my blood. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's explaining what he mm-hmm. meant back in yeah. John. Right? He's, yes. he's explaining what he meant earlier in his ministry. Yeah. This is my blood. This is my body. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm giving to you. You need to partake this mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in remembrance of me, like Paul says, right? Um, do this remembrance of me, um, but also to be fed, to be continually fed. Yes, yes. Continually nourished in your walk with Christ. So do you want to take a look at uh, the last little bit of uh, Paul's instruction to yeah. to the church? Because in, in, So just for so we're all on the same page, so... Christ kind of um, initiates communion, but then most times when we take communion, we actually, and most pastors that I've kind of heard of and, and seen, they go to 1 Corinthians 11. Yes. Right? Yeah, they, most more, do, often, yeah. more often than not, we go to 1 Corinthians 11 and uh, we read that rather than, yes, yes. Rather than what yeah. Christ actually, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. However, I don't think we read enough of, uh, first Corinthians 11. I think we kind of stop a little short sometimes. Okay. And, and, and by that we, I feel like lots of times we, I'm not, I'm not dissing any church here in it, but I think the last time we stop at verse uh, 26 it says for when we eat spread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we, we stop there, but then we don't actually read the rest of it. Okay. So I want to read the rest of it. Sure, it says, First sure. Corinthians 11, verse 27. So then, so then, right? Whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup in an unworthy manner mm. will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Mm. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they mm-hmm. eat the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who eats the bread and drinks the cup without discerning the body of Christ eats and drinks judgment upon themselves. That is why so many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regards to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like there's, yeah, there's a, a reverendness, a seriousness to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That no I feel question. like, I feel like we don't do well right. to look at, like or right. we would do well to look at, but we don't look at it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like responsibility yeah. there on the partaker's yeah. point, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts on that? Like, what, yeah. like, what do you think of this? Do you think we do it often enough? Do you think we look at this verses? Do you, like, do we take this seriously, or is this kind of just something that you know what? Off the side? Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I do know of people who like, you know, because obviously this is a big deal for me, and I, I, it's pretty sure a big deal for others is like just letting the cup and the bread pass by because, you know, you have examined yourself and you have, you have realized like, man, I am not worthy today. 
to be partaking in this. And um, yeah, like this is, I agree with you, Drew, like this is probably the something that we don't read enough in our, in our churches. Like, yeah, you know, the pastor will read up to verse 26, you know, what I, what I've witnessed most of the time, but then just give, maybe give like a little blurb of the last bit there. Right. You know, just, just a little like saying, okay, like just, if you don't feel worthy today, just let it pass by you. And like, you know, like, yeah, but like, look at the way Paul said it. You know what? It's like, some of you have fallen asleep. Some of the, some, some people and like you, you were, you are guilty of sinning. Right. Against you're the weak, body, you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. Body and the blood of the Lord. And, and, and no, like this is why I, I don't think that we take this seriously enough in, in the church. I, I don't think that we really think about this. And, and that's the point of the Pondercast is to think, right. And, and right. to think about yeah. what you're reading and to what you're, to what you're doing. Like this is obviously Absolutely. an act of doing a sacrament, you know, like this is you're, you're doing this thing. And, and, and we need to, as Christians, and for our listeners today, I hope that this is something that you, you do take seriously and mm-hmm. that maybe, maybe you haven't thought about it. Maybe you haven't really come to grips with it, but yeah, start to really think about what communion is and why we do it as believers. And right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I was, uh, as I was looking at kind of thinking about it, like it says you drink judgment upon yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at that and thinking, if people in the church are weak and people in the church are sick and we seem to have no reason as to why. Yes. I mean, Paul seems to think that if we're not discerning while we take communion, this is the judgment of God yeah. that is being yeah. brought upon you. Yes. Um, just to make a note on what you were saying, like how, like letting the, the cup pass by or the bread pass by, cause I'm not worthy today. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, we are worthy if we're willing to repent. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, like, that's my view of it. Like if, if, okay. if we're, we're, if we're coming before a communion table and we do examine ourselves, our hearts, and we know there is sin in us and we know there's unrepented sin. I mean, that's our opportunity to bring it before God and, and come to Christ yeah. in repentance. Right. Yeah. Because we know we need, to be fed we know we need this nourishment we know we need this yeah Yeah. and we need to repent and i think that's what this is warning us of we should be repenting as we are partaking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in in communion because i think it's just it's so vital because i mean that's what i was kind of getting at paul seems to think it's pretty serious if we don't like if we don't examine ourselves if we don't look at our hearts judgment will come upon us and right I feel like sometimes we're ignorant towards that. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, and I don't know, it just yeah. seems like we, we can just kind of disregard that last little part. Oh, ju- nothing's bad. I'm just yes. going to do it because everyone else is doing it and nothing yeah. bad will happen to me. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm scared of seeing the guy see that I'm passing it by, you know, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of self-conscious of that. And yeah, I don't want people to think I'm, I'm, I'm a bad person today. So, right. But it's, it's interesting because you're kind of stuck then. Because, I mean, if you're not willing to repent and partake, you're not being fed. Like, right. If, if right. you have this yes. idea that this is yes. a, you need this to be nourished. But if you do repent and partake, then you'll be fed. But you have to basically come before the Lord in, in reverence and repentance, right? Yeah. There's yeah. there's one or the other. And I think, I mean, everyone has to come before in repentance. Cause, I mean, yeah. Everyone sins before they take communion. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, 
I think it's just a reminder to us that we have to take it seriously. It's not yes. just something that's just a random symbol. Uh, it's not just a. Yes. Um, yeah. Something yeah, there's to do. more. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, in my opinion, like, like I, I was listening to, um, I think a Matt Chandler sermon a few days ago, and I, I think I may have sent this to you, but like how, you know, the Holy spirit is somehow working with us in this. Like, no, I, I, I'll, I'll let my opinion known. I am not uh transubstantiation or consubstantiation. I, I probably lean toward more symbolic, but not to the point where it's just that itself. There is, there is a, a something like a, like it's a sacrament, right? Like there's something more happening there. Like the Holy Spirit, I think, is 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 working something within us to to really help bring us closer to Christ, right? right. And let him know, like, and you know, like that's that's I think that's what Jesus was trying to get at in in John six. Like, I want to bring you closer to myself. I want to give you the benefits of knowing me, the right. benefits of knowing that I am your savior, I am your Lord. And and this is why I think possibly that we do communion it is you know what? Like there, like I, I want to draw you towards myself. I want to, to draw you towards, you know, who I am. And, and honestly, like, yeah, like obviously this is meant for just believers. In my opinion, this is just for Christians. If you like, there is no point in you taking this. If you are not that like, because what, like, what are you feeding for, for, right? Like, what are you, what are you being nourished for? Something you don't believe in. Right. right. So I, I think that, yeah, like this is, this is why, and this is why I think that we should honestly take it seriously because this is our Lord that we're talking about. And honestly, Paul takes this very seriously and we should too. Right. No, I would, I would agree hundred percent. However, I don't know if I agree with my view on communion as you do, but that's interesting. Okay. I, I'm yeah. just, I don't know. I, it's interesting how you're, it's funny because consubstantiation is between trans and symbol I, I and you're, and you're between con and symbol. You're like I, making <laughs> your own, your own definition. I don't, I don't. Jordan's Jordan's things, right? view on yeah. communion, but these are yeah. good things to think about. I mean, um, I guess I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I mean, I, I just, it's hard because you don't know where to land on it, right? Right, right. Um, I heard a story recently. Someone was saying that at a Catholic church, someone dropped uh, the wine or whatever, or dropped mm-hmm. something, and everything basically stopped because you dropped the blood on the ground like it was just like this huge thing yeah. whereas i think at some churches where it's just it doesn't matter at all like you I mean it's just it's literally just juice and it's just a symbol so i think it's kind of interesting the different views and how but i think it but on the same page like i think it should be something we do hold in reverence like it is a it is something that we should take seriously like you said mm-hmm. It's funny that you bring that up. Uh, I was just actually reading in uh, Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology when I was preparing for this. And he was saying that, you know what, um, it was actually during, I think, the, um, you know, when, when communion was first being, being done, like no one was, like, not everyone was even allowed to, to partake. Right. And like, yeah, because they, they were they were scared for that reason, that that the chalice might be spilled over. It's like, whoa, you just spilled the blood of Christ. Right, and I, I think it was it was you know during the time you know obviously the, during the reform the reformation of the of the of the Catholic Church that like people were allowed to partake, right? Right, because that was yeah such a, a massive fear for people is like yeah you cannot spill the body of the Lord. I actually have the quote right here for us. So here's what Wayne Grudem says: it "says in the Catholic teaching because the elements." of bread and wine literally became become the body and the blood of Christ. The church for many centuries 
did not allow the lay people to drink from the cup of the Lord's Supper for the fear of the blood of Christ would be spilled, but only to eat the bread. So, huh, interesting. That's very interesting. Hey, so I could yeah. do one, but not the other. Not one, not the other. I guess. Yeah. That's hmm. that interest, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes you realize what actually came from the Reformation. Hey, the different. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll have to do another podcast on another time about that's that's a whole new story about, there <laughs> about the Reformation. That's a lot more happening there. Uh, lastly, I want to I want to bring this up just because it's kind of a nuanced thing, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, do you have any opinions on like the water and the wafer or, oh. or like, you mean like different things like that? Do you think that matters at all? I mean, uh, cause some people like will die on this hill and like, no, you can't drink water as a communion thing. It has to be wine or juice or whatever. Right. It has to look the right. same. Yeah. And I just think, I don't, I have my own opinion. I want to hear yours first. Like, do you think that's, yeah. Like, I, I would say, yes, I do. Like, I don't think that you should be doing with, like, Doritos and Pop or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, just something yeah, yeah. really kind of cheap. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I understand, like, yeah, like, obviously, um, in the Anglican Church, they actually do have wine. Wine. And, yeah, the wafers or whatever. And then, uh, you know, probably in the more Baptist churches, they do Welsh's grape juice. Right. Or whatever decide you have. So, I, I don't. Like, no, I, I do honestly think that you should try to keep it closest to the real thing, in my opinion. Like, obviously, if that's if you don't want to do it with grape juice, that, that's fine. You know, it's it's red drink. It's bread that you're eating. Like, right. it, it, it's not like you're using Doritos like, or, you know, bag, bag of chips or something, you know. Like, could you imagine seeing that? <laughs> like, oh, like, that, that cracked me up. That'd be crazy. That'd Just popping a two-liter <laughs> bottle of popping Doritos. Just, yeah. uh, pass the Coke, man. <laughs> oh. I mean, but uh, yeah, that <laughs> Doritos and pop. That's funny. oh man, no, no, I, I, no. I think I think you're right. There's the idea of reverence behind it, right? The idea of Doritos and pop just doesn't have this, yeah, this uh, idea of seriousness behind it. Because I mean, yeah, it just doesn't. No, I think that's where I cast. I I was kind of I was gonna say I think my I'm pretty sure God can uh, work through whatever we want. Right? I think it's more of yes. Um, our hearts more of uh what's our intention are we coming in repentance are we um, examining ourselves are we doing these yeah. things rather than yeah but yeah i do like that answer yeah yeah i like don't don't have communion with doritos and pop yeah, please don't <laughs> but but on the other hand i mean maybe that's all people have i don't know i don't know if there's any room for that it's kind of weird yeah, never mind maybe I, not I think you're right. Maybe, I, I I don't know. Like, I, I got don't a cup of water. Just be. Wouldn't you think that would be a weird thing, though? Yeah, I don't. I don't think like, I could ever do that. You know, like the pastor says, "Well, we ran out of bread." You know, uh, the secretary didn't get bread this week, or he didn't get juice or whatever. So we got this bag of chips in the cupboard that we're gonna use. And I just like, okay, maybe we just maybe just cancel it this week. You know, that that, that would be my opinion. Cause yeah, like Drew, you're right. Like the reverence thing, I think is very important. Clearly Paul thinks so. Right. Um, yeah. with, with the, the way that you should be examining yourself. So yeah, I just, that's my opinion on that. Right. Right on. Um, do you have any other thoughts on communion or do you want to wrap it up or anything? Or do you have uh, any last minute thoughts? Yeah. I, I think the big one is um, how often should we do this? Okay, it's yeah. something that, that often comes up and obviously with mass that happens every mass, uh, you know, the the thing is like, um, yeah, the, the preacher, he gives out that and every, every Sunday. And uh, obviously with Baptist churches, it's probably once every, 
know, every once a month or something like once that, twice a month, a month yeah. twice a month, some for some yeah. places. Um, I would actually would not mind seeing going to a place where it's done, you know, obviously every mass or every Sunday. Yeah. You know, yeah. like obviously not, not, I'm not Catholic, so I wouldn't attend a Catholic church, but because yeah, you know, like maybe like just do it for a while. It's like, see what happens, you know, like see, see yeah. like the, what, okay. Like we're actually going to be like doing like a, 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 a series on communion. Right. And the importance of it. And like, why not, like, why not try that? Like, why not see like what, what happens to your church when, when you partake in, in the body and the blood of Christ more, right. As in terms of bread and wine or bread and juice, but you know, just see what happens. I would, I would love to see that. And, and uh, yeah, you pastors out there who may be listening, why don't you try that? And I would love to know your results. I would love yeah. to see what happens. I would be well, sick. Yeah. I've heard both sides. Cause I mean, we look in back and looking at the old Testament, like they did it like Passover, right? They, yes. Like if we do a correlate that to um, communion, they only did it once a year. Mm-hmm. Do you mean it's mm-hmm. a once a year thing? Right. Um, right. Which is interesting. But then, like I said, you said most churches do like a once a month or twice mm-hmm. a month kind of thing. And I'm kind of with you. I, I was, we were uh, going through Acts recently and in Acts two, it kind of talks about how the, the believers continue to meet together, they continue to, to yeah. learn. Yeah. They continue to break bread. It doesn't say yeah. monthly. They, it just says yeah. they continue to break bread. They continually broke bread with each other in homes. They ate together. Like they, yeah. they partook yeah. in communion. It seemingly often. Yeah. Um, and I actually brought this up one time. I was doing a, uh, uh, a Sunday school lesson and I was talking about how I think we should do it more often. And someone actually made a very interesting point. They said, we can do it more often, but would we lose the reverence for it then? And right. it kind of hit me. I thought, what do you mean? And they kind of hashed it out a bit. The idea of if we do it more often, does it become just a mund- mundane thing where it's just oh. part of part of life do you mean like it's just the thing that we do and and it come can become a risk of that right like if it's just Hmm. if Hmm. it just becomes this ritualistic kind of thing rather than an actual um a sacrament an actual place time of worship an actual time of repentance and um the uniqueness so and i don't know where like i'm kind of still thinking about that like i think it would be beneficial to do it weekly and even like you said like um, try it out, try it out in the church, yeah, see what yeah, happens. Like, yeah, I think yeah. if you find it not working, I mean, you can always go back to one. I mean, it doesn't, I think that'd be really interesting doing a, a series on communion and then doing it every week. I think that'd be, they pretty beneficial. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. Cause clearly, yeah. When you, when you talked about acts, like I assume like that was like every, literally every time they met. Yeah. Right. And like that could have been every day almost. Right. And Right. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know about the about that. Like the whole the whole reverence thing, like maybe like maybe that's something that you need to ask yourself is like, well Yeah. Do yeah, I, the idea like, of it yeah. the idea of it losing uh importance. Yeah. I think it's more of a personal thing. But I mean yeah. at the same time if you're in church leadership, you shouldn't you have to still have to guide people, right? You still have to you wanna lead people and if yes. you're gonna cause people to not to to not take things seriously and you shouldn't do it. Right. So it's yes. I think it's yeah. a hard, yeah. now we're getting to church politics. Right? I, I get let's, that. And that's a whole, that's a whole yeah. new podcast, you know, <laughs> it's too many, too many podcasts to go on to this yeah. one, but, yeah. but yeah, the, the consistency, the, um, the time frame of communion. I don't know. Like you think it should be every week. 
Uh, no, I, I think I would just like to see that done. You know, I would just like to yeah. see somebody try that. Like, you know, I think more than once a month, I think I, I would like to see more than once a month. Like, yeah, like maybe two or three times. Right. Most, because, you know? and, and from a logistic, like you don't eat food once a month. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but you're only going to be spiritually fed once a month. Yeah, if there's more, know. if there's more to this bread and, and body and blood, then just a symbol right if it's just a symbol i mean once a month might be sufficient for you but at the same time you're only being reminded once a month then yes yeah again and there's there's lots of different reasons to do it more often i think yeah i mean who knows the logistics behind it either right i'm not i'm not not in church leadership or no no in politics or anything like that so i don't know the logistics of doing it but I mean, I think I'm with you. Yeah, a couple times a month would be kind of interesting to see, even yeah. for a little bit. Just try it out. Just try it out. Try it out. I'm not saying it needs to be set in stone, but yeah, just see what happens. You know, like see what, yeah. see how people respond to that. Like, oh yeah, you know, I really love that, or I maybe maybe I didn't like that. So, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt to try. So, anything else to say? <laughs> I how about no? How about you? No, I think that's good. I think we can uh, land there. Um, sure. Yeah, if you're okay with that. Yep, I think so. Well, right on. Thanks for joining me today, Jordan. I do appreciate your time. I do appreciate your research. Oh, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Your thoughts, your your knowledge is much appreciated. Good time. That was a good time, man. Yeah. Don't forget to, uh, for our listeners, to check out Perry's Ponderings. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email, uh, like, and, and uh, share our pages because you are the way we get to publicize. No, we don't really... Yeah. Uh, get much voice unless you share us and like us rate us whatever you listen to your podcast we'd really appreciate that and uh yeah thanks for listening hope you tune in next week until then keep pondering